Well, welcome back to the Living Out Love podcast, where we've been working through uh, a series on love. Um, once again, we miss Sarah. We can't wait to have her back on the show. Um, and uh, before we get started, I'm Sam. And I'm Rick. Sorry you caught me co- drinking my coffee. <laughs> Perfect time. I didn't right? know we were doing an intro. Otherwise, it would have been... No problemo. So, we're in the series... Uh, on what love is mm-hmm. and what love is not. And we decided to pick uh, one of the most famous scriptures, uh, lots of weddings, uh, the first Corinthians 13, four. And I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture now. And we're going to d- uh, dive into one of the aspects as we've been breaking this scripture down over the last couple podcasts. Mm-hmm. So first Corinthians 13, four, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Wow. That is a scripture about love. Mm-hmm. Many, many components to it. Yep. Very impressive. Uh, this week, we decided to dive into it keeps no record of wrongs. <laughs> yeah. This was, you know, a struggle for me when I was younger. Um, because, like, I always felt like if I wanted to prove a point, I had to make a case. Right. <laughs> Whether it was a friend or parent or whatever. And so like I would, I almost got to a place too, especially in my early twenties where like, I would almost like, like bank stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. I would see somebody do something or I would hear somebody say something or like somebody would offend me and I'd be like, Oh, I'm gonna store that up for later. Discrediting the witness. Mm. Right? I mean, yep. that's pretty much what you're doing, right? You said you're kind of holding the case. Uh, and uh, you know, when we think about this concept of, not keeping records of wrongs. Uh, I mean, very powerful, right? Because it's very easy to acknowledge wrongs because what does that do? It gets me off the hook, yeah. right? When I start saying, oh, well, you did this. So now I feel like I have a an excuse for my actions, which is not the case at all. And he, well, and he, even if it's not an excuse, it just draws your attention away from your actions. So you're more focused on somebody else than you. And, and if you notice, uh, we've all done this at times, when you get into arguing or when you get into uh, a conversation where you have differing views, it's so easy to take the ownership off of yourself and put it on the other person. Sure. Uh, and I think that's a very, uh, very big challenge. We all know where it's rooted. The big P word, pride. Oh, I yeah. mean, right? There's always lots of things come back to pride and we always talk about that on the show. Yeah, uh, we even alluded to it last week or last uh, episode that pride can affect everything. Uh, well, pride's we we end up talking about a lot too because pride's the poison that directly impacts love, right? And I think it's the strongest poison that impacts love. Absolutely. So it'll we'll probably we'll never stop talking about pride. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And and if I had to ask you, Rick, what's the one area of your life that you feel like you you you're trying to not keep record of wrongs, but it just kind of, it happens at times and, you, and you're really trying to work on it. 
Yeah, so I would say, you know, it's, it's, it's changed. So for a while, it was in my marriage, you know, because in my, I think I, you know, I've shared where like initially when we got married, like we would get into disagreements or arguments and stuff. And like my goal was to win the argument. Like I don't know right. what my wife was trying to do, but I was trying to win the argument. <laughs> so like I would do that. I would, you know, throw out all this stuff or like we would have the arguments that would start out about one thing, but end with something completely different because like we would start, in bringing things in about other things that we had done wrong that had nothing to do with the original argument. Been there, been there. I remember reading a book. Um, it's by Lisa Turkhurst called Unglued. And it talked about, it's funny because our last episode, we just talked about slow to anger. And then this one is keep no records of wrongs. And, you know, I think that they have to be like, they, th- those two things are tied together and I almost, right. you almost like hear them be like, all right, now keep no records of, or you, it's like, okay, so you have to be slow to anger. Oh, and by the way, if you want to be slow to anger, you can't keep records of wrongs. Right. Like it, those two things like work, like, they partner together because here's what happens is that, and in the book that I read, it talked about it. So what, what you get people that will, in the way that she described it was they would store up their rocks, right? So basically like you would offend me and I would take that rock and I'd put it in my pouch. And then you would offend me again and I would take that rock and I'd put it in my pouch. And then we'd get to a point where you and I would get to a disagreement and then I'd unload my pouch on you. <laughs> yeah. I'd pelt you with every single rock that I stored up, right? Well, because, because, and then, and then it, the worst part is at that point, it, it not only is it wrong because I've kept record of all that stuff and I'm throwing them back at you, but then it also increases the amount of anger I have because now it's being fueled by all this other stuff that I'm reliving again, bringing them up to you about the things that you did wrong to me. Right. And you know what? I mean, realistically, this ties back to so many different scriptures, but the one that really just hits me as we talk is we are judging other people. And yeah. if we, the, the scripture says, don't judge people because you don't want to be judged yourself, right? So, uh, you know, that's really what we're doing. When we when we put that rock in our pocket, mm-hmm. we've judged them. We said, okay, we disagree with the way you're handling the situation. So I'm going to put the rock in my pocket. Well, actually, so yeah, but I, let me tweak what you said a little bit. And I'm not saying that what you said was wrong, but I want to I want to adjust it just a little bit because you know we all know that, Hey, you shouldn't judge other people, but also like that's been misused too. Like we're totally allowed to judge people's actions and stuff like that. Not because when it talks about judgment, we're talking about eternal judgment, right? Like if if I see you walk up and punch somebody in the face, I'm not going to be like, well, like I'm not going to judge him because like, I don't know what, (laughs) like, like, no, you shouldn't have punched him in the face. Like there's no, like there's no justification for it. Right. And, And so, but what happens is that we end up, where it gets unhealthy is that we judge the person and then that like our, how we come out out of them is the punishment that we're delving on them. Right. Uh, so that's kind of where, where it happens. Right. It's not so much the fact that, Hey, I, what that person did was outside of scripture. Like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, cause otherwise then what's the point of accountability? <laughs> like, right, right. Right. Like right. Then, cause then iron can't sharpen iron because we're not judging what each other does or whatever else. So, I think that it's important to know, like, it's okay for us to do that. But then all of a sudden we start passing judgment on that person too. Well, they need, the only way that they're going to learn is for me to tell them how wrong they were in a way that probably isn't healthy, right? Because one thing we need to go, hey, Sam, uh, you know, I noticed that you went up and you like punched that guy in the face. And obviously the, 
the tone of the conversation might be a little different. But I mean, that's basically what I'm saying, right? Sam, I know she punched the guy in the face. Walk me through that. What was going on? Right? Right. And then it could be a conversation with, okay, Sam, well, here's the thing. You can't punch people. Like, not only is it against the law, but like, that's not how we love people. How'd you get there? Right. And then it's kind of digging into whatever else. And then most likely you would find it wasn't just, well, this guy just walked up to me and, you know, said this to me. So I hit him. It's like, well, you know what? Actually, he's been sending me texts for the last two weeks. And this is all the things that he's been saying to me. He said disparaging things about my family. He said all this kind of stuff. So this is my right. eruption of all those things that built up when really what should have happened is we should have forgiven those things, you know, when they took place. Right. Yeah, I like that uh, clarification. Uh, when I was referring to judgment, I was like you said, like you said, I was kind of uh, talking about the negative things and how people react and how we put some negative connotation to that. Sure. So, so we and you're right. Uh, one of the most powerful things that we can do is be accountable to each other, right? When you have that accountability partner, you grow. You grow spiritually. You grow emotionally. It's a it's a great thing. So you are kind of being judged, but. But you got to take. You're taking it the right way. You're taking it like, okay, they're doing this to make me better, which well, is, which is a very powerful. And, and that's how it should work. Yeah. Right. It, it, but what happens is that the approach isn't that. The approach isn't Sam. I want to make you better. It's that. It's what you talked about, Sam. I want to point out all the things in you that you're doing wrong because then nobody's going to pay attention to me, including myself, and I get to pile everything on you. Right. Yeah, that's it's very powerful uh, to think about it from that perspective. You know, the, the keeping no records of wrongs, I I, I think that's a very uh, challenging aspect in marriage, like you said. I also think it's challenging uh, uh, in the workforce, going yeah. to a different spot. It's uh, okay. This person handled this situation a certain way, and like you said, you'll keep it in your pocket so that when you're mean that one day. Oh yeah, but but Susie's that way to me. She did that to me that day at the printer, right? That's not okay. You, you're 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 not okay to have that reaction yeah. because she did that three weeks ago. Like that, yeah. You're, you're not justifying your actions at all. Right, right. I think something too. I think we should bring some clarity to this as well, because like this is not this is a nuanced thing that is include that it's included in this letter, right? It's it, this isn't a blanket like. You don't keep, it's not, we don't data dump when people like whatever. So let me give you an example of where it's like, you know, we're supposed, like we can use, I think it's like, I think the reason I'm, I'm trying to, I'm kind of stumbling here is because I want to make sure that we're clear on this because this could be, you could go unhealthy in this as well. Like, well, I'm not going to keep records of wrongs, right? So if I you know, and this is obviously, a, if I, if you come to me and you're like, Hey, can I borrow a hundred bucks? And I say, yes. And I loan you a hundred dollars and then three months go by and I don't hear from you. And I ask you about, Oh, well, whatever. And then you come back to me a month later, go, Hey, can I borrow a hundred dollars again? I could go, well, okay, cool. And then I give you a hundred dollars. But like, if I do that and you never get back to me, you never pay me back. It's not like I'm going to be like, well, you know what? Like whatever, like I can learn from that and go, Hey, you know what? Like Sam doesn't really pay me back. So either I have to change my mindset and go, if I give money to Sam, I'm not going to get it back and I'm okay with that. Or I have to go, okay, listen, I don't really have a ton of money to be loaning out and Sam doesn't pay me back, so I'm not going to loan him any money, right? So I think that there's okay, that's okay to look at that. I think that, you know, when we, when we look at what the scripture's saying, though, it's what you talked about. It's the idea of like, 
well, you wronged me here, so I'm, so I'm going to remember that. And so that way, I'm justified when I come back and wrong you back. Right. Or if I wrong somebody else, right? It's the idea of like, you know, the hurt people hurt people, right? You know, so often what we see in a reaction is not necessarily from us. It's because of other circumstances or people or whatever else. So looking at it in that light of, you know, hurt people hurt people, you know, that stuff is built up from things that usually that all, a lot of times don't even involve us. And so that's why it's so important for us to figure out how to mitigate that so that we're not one of those people that's like erupting on everybody, everything, because we're so pushed to the brink on everything else. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And, uh, and the word I when the word that comes to mind with me, when I think of no record of wrongs, I think of the word forgiveness, right? Because love is forgiving, right? Love. And when you don't keep a record of wrongs, you're just saying, okay, maybe I, you know, I can move forward with this, right? I forgive them. I'm moving forward. That's the positive side of, of not, of, uh, forgiving or, or, or that's a positive side of not keeping records of wrongs mm -hmm. is when you are forgiving because now you're growing as a person because you're forgiving. You're probably slow to anger, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like we did. So all these things are kind of building in a good way. Um, but you know, somebody said it well, unforgiveness is like drinking the poison and expecting somebody else expecting to die. Someone yeah. else to die. Yeah. It's the same thing. So keeping records of wrongs, you're holding all that stuff in too. It's not positive for you. If you forgive right away, you're going to be better too. And then you don't even have a rock to throw at anyone because you gave you, you forgave. So the rock is not in your pocket anymore. So, you know, what's you know, it's interesting too about the whole rock analogy is that most of the time, the people who we end up hurling off our rocks at don't even know that the rocks exist. <laughs> no, they don't even know that like they've offended you. So like, think about what's happening. And, and, and if you're somebody who, if you're somebody who keeps records of wrongs and you're somebody who like gets into arguments with people and unleashes all that stuff, watch their reaction as you do that. Like you can, you can see somebody cause you're cutting the legs right out from under them. Right. You're sweeping the legs and they've got nothing. They, they can't grab onto anything. And so literally they just feel browbeat. So then what happens? They start grasping for whatever's around them, which means they're going to start pulling up stuff that you did, right? They're going to start, you know, and, and then it just escalates from there. So like, it's really important for us that we do not continually like keep a running record of all the ways that people wrong us. Right. Like you said, number one, we're going to walk around angry and bitter all the time. But number two, you know, we're feeding into those other things that aren't healthy in the list that we're going through. Yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, many times we do talk about practical ways to deal with um, some emotions and, and obviously awareness is, is a, is a huge tool for us because, you know, like you said, you have to be aware of the problem problem before you help with the solution. Right. Um, we, we did refer to accountability earlier obviously always a great tool to help you with your, um, if you are that person that's keeping records of wrongs, you know, I would love my mentor to say to me, Hey, you know, this is something that you do to, to your friends and to, and to, to your wife and to, to people that, like you said, that might not even realize you're doing it. Yep. Uh, so, you know, you probably need to work on this area of your life. I would love for my mentor to tell me that because I think it is something that, uh, we tend to do at times, 
especially like you said in marriage, mm-hmm. right? And then, like you said, then it becomes about a totally different concept that we weren't even talking about. And uh, let's go with the parenting example, right? If you want to parent your kid one way, and your and your wife wants to parent them another way, there's nothing wrong with that. We we just have different parenting yep. mindsets, right? I don't keep to keep records of wrongs of how she did parent or didn't parent right. in the situation because we're or like how team. her method was ineffective and how your method was effective. And yeah, right. right. We're on the same team. You said yeah. it well, we're a team. Our goal is to get the most out of our children. That's our goal. So it's the, the keeping records of wrongs is, is really going to slow down the process of improving our kids to be great kids because now kids see division too among us. Right. So if we're keeping records of wrongs, uh, and I'm that child, I start to say, well, dad doesn't think that way about this issue or mom doesn't think that. So we've, we've gotten rid of the united front. Yep. Uh, so that's just another way of how it could be damaging in, in, in relationship, right? I mean, we've talked about the job plays. We talked about marriage. We talked about parenting. Uh, uh, this keeping record of wrongs and, and uh, can be very dangerous. Well, it just puts such a significant block. I mean, how are you supposed to love somebody if all like if all you do is have a running record of all the ways that they offended you? Like, where are you going to find the room to love them? Right. Because like all it's going to be is like really what it. Here's the sad part. So we run that tally with other people, and we probably could make a case for other people in our lives to go. Well, I don't know that you care about me as much as you say you do, or I don't know about this. But if somebody were to do the same thing to us we probably would not be super comfortable with that. We would, like you said, it's good to have a mentor that'll point it out to you, but like providing that we don't, right? Because odds are, if you're keeping track of somebody else's wrongs, somebody else is doing the same thing to you. Right. You might not know who they are, but they're out there and they're they're watching all the missteps you take or whatever. So it just, it, there isn't, it's just such a major impediment. And, and, and like we talked about a little earlier, like keeping a record of wrongs feeds the monster that is anger. Right. Like it, it, right. it, it's nourishment to anger. And it actually is nourishment to not only more intense anger, but more prolonged anger because you're like, you don't unleash your, like you don't like unleash your list on people every day or every week. Usually right. you stave it up over a long period of time. Well, that whole period of time, every time you see that person, you're probably feeling negative things against them or, you know, you're probably like, have you ever had somebody in your life where they've messed up so much and you found yourself just waiting for them to mess up again? Oh yeah. Yep. Your heart's hardened towards them. Absolutely. Are you going to love that person? Right. Yeah. You know, um, as we've kind of broken down this verse, uh, or these verses, I should say, Paul really, uh, identifies such so many great characteristics about what love is and what love is not. And, uh, and I think this podcast has helped all of us kind of grow and be more aware and, and learn some practical application and also just, um, and just to be real, like it is part of life. It, loving is a challenge. It takes work. It's an action. You got to do a lot, right? It's not just natural all the time, but we are held accountable as, as Christ followers to love other people. Jesus loved everybody. He didn't pick and choose his battles, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that's something that's been really great, uh, so far on the podcast as we've broken down this definition, any kind of final comments about, you know, love keeping no records of wrongs. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I lived in this world for a while. Um, 
where not intentionally, but I just kind of like, that's how I operated. And it, it was very damaging to close relationships to me, but you know what? Also like I've found a better quality of life now that I don't do that again. Like I'm not, it's not a brain, like a brain wipe. I just forget what everybody does, but I don't like harbor the resentment against them, you know, like because of what they did. And really that's what it's about, right? Like we, Listen, people are going to offend us. People are going to do things that are wrong to us, that are wrong, wrong. Like not our perception of wrong or whatever, but are that are actually wrong or offensive to us. How we respond to it is really what it comes down to. And one of our responses should not be to add it to the ledger of that other person. Because here's the thing. God isn't doing that to us. Right. Oh, thank, thank the Lord, right? Oh, man. I mean, <laughs> we're all going to have that conversation with God at the end where, you know, we weigh out our, you know, what we did that was righteous versus not righteous. And like, that's going to happen, but it's also not going to be like, God is not up there, you know, like, whew, I hope you make the cut, right? He sent Christ so that he sent Christ as an example. So we know what love looks like. So whatever, but also so that he can fill in the gaps with grace in the times that we fall short. But we also can't get lazy with that and go, Oh, well, grace is there. So I can just, you know, harbor all the negative feelings I want, or I can, I don't really need to worry about this. This is just a weakness that I have. And it's just part of, my, of, of who I am. No, 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 no. If Paul is directing people in his letters not to do it, then it's something that we have control over. Absolutely. And, you know, last week, uh, our pastor uh, said exactly what you're, you've been saying. We're talking about knowledge, right? You're learning from other experiences. You're learning from the word. But if you don't take that knowledge and apply it with godly scripture, right? That's wisdom, right? When we take things that we've learned and through a biblical principle, that's how we gain wisdom. And that's how we handle situations better, right? And I think that's a big thing for us is learning that. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I thought this was a really good one. I agree. I think, and, and, you know, the, the back to back of slow to anger and then not keeping a record of wrongs, I think is, I think it was why obviously wise for the author, but I think it was intentional because those two things work so closely together. Like if you're, if you're not slow to anger, there's a really good chance that you're somebody who has the running tally of people in your life that you're just waiting to pounce on with all of your rocks. Right. right? And so we have to be really good about just jet, you know, we have to drop our rocks, right? Yep. Again, not disacknowledging because, you know, there's another side of this too. Like, you know, there are people out there that are like seriously like assaulted or have really bad things happen to them. They can't just go in and be like, well, I'm going to forget about what you did to me. Like you can remember that stuff, but we don't harp. Like we don't, it's not the weapon that we have always stored up ready to launch at somebody. Absolutely. That's, that's where it gets unhealthy. So. Cool. Well, once again, uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please uh, subscribe, share it with people. We are on Apple, we're on Spotify, many, many of the uh, programs out there. And uh, we do thank you for listening and we hope you share it with some other people. And until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Rick. Thanks.